When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. The Friends Zone. Look at that. Go Took three hours, three hours to do that graffiti on, on my back. Go that ahead, ain't ever. now. See them titties? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Now, See them titties. That's right. <laughs> and once again, Asante, you've you've centered yourself right on the hashtag this week. It's actually <laughs> that's right. I started to make it see them titties, but I feel like that was a little yeah, too risque, yeah, and yeah, I just yeah. backed off. Yeah. But this this week, that was a clip of a uh, comedian Lunell who was doing an interview on the Breakfast Club long, long time ago, um, <laughs> and she was referencing a shoot that she did in Penthouse. Now we've seen Lunell and she looks like a penthouse, but she posed for penthouse too. <laughs> and so I think that it is so beautiful that she has such a sense of pride. Ooh. And when she was sharing the photos and she had art directed another shoot where she, oh. I thought it was really dope that she wanted, um, she described the, the, her intention in picking and choosing the models mm. that were featured in the spread. And she said she wanted, you know, a darker complexion black woman because that was rare. And she wanted um, a redheaded white girl as opposed to the traditional blonde or brunette choice. Okay. And she said a guy that looked like Fabio. Okay. So. <laughs> a real housewife of Beverly Hills. The point is, wow. you know what I'm saying? Lunell made choices and she's full of pride. So when she was showing them the work that she had done with Penthouse, she said, you see that? You see them titties? That's right. That's right. And I felt that in my soul. You saw the shoot? No, I wasn't oh. going to look. Mm-mm. Amazing. I w- I, yeah, I did not want to see Lunell, yeah. you know? And I didn't want to see the uh, mural. So anyway, the I point is, not you have to have a sense of pride. You <laughs> the one that brought it up, he don't want to look. Whatever it is that you want to highlight and showcase that you're proud of, say it and then follow it up with, that's right. If it's your kids, you know, who might be bad okay, and this they ain't, ain't got in bad. trouble Just all look year, at this one. You know what I'm saying? Highlight that and say that's right. You don't even want to look at this one. This ain't even the bad and one. And with that being said, that's and most really importantly pretty. understood, <laughs> I would like to move on to the QTNAs, which is questions that need answers and questions that niggas is asking. So you question not one because the, the audience question. can't see, I, I they like, can hear. I like how Dustin. Won't so question even look. one, this, it says, "This is how you draw the boat frame." Is it true that this past weekend at the Own Network end of summer party in Atlanta, Georgia? Two people were sort of distracted while in line for face painting. And when they realized they were standing side by side and one of them would have to wait behind the other, Carissa from Greenleaf felt a slight but stern stomp on her foot and looked down into the eyes of Candy's baby, Ace Wells Tucker, who stared for two seconds before he said, I'm going first next. Is it true? Carissa from Greenleaf and Ace Wells Tucker look alike. Moving right the fuck along. Please. Question two. Is it true that Aoki, daughter of Russell and Kamora <laughs> Simmons, keeps getting into street fights because people see her chunky-ass little brother and tell her, damn, that baby fat? 
is it true? Question three. <laughs> Question three. Is it true that recent groom, okay? <laughs> this recent groom, who's also a poet laureate, okay? Betty Wap. All right? You know he just got married, <laughs> Did right? Did he really? Mm-hmm. He is off the market. That one too. Who did he marry? Okay. Is it true that he almost didn't get married after all because the judge thought he kept winking after he said, I do? Like he was kidding and really didn't mean it until somebody had explained what was going on. (laughs) Is it true? And with those things being asked and most importantly understood, I would like to welcome everyone to the friend zone, your weekly look. Get it? (laughs) (laughs) Into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Who in the hell wants to musty brain? Hey, friend. How you doing? You know, speaking of weddings, Mm -hmm. funny story. My little cousin got married this weekend. Shout out to your little cousin. She got married in a castle upstate. Isn't that cute? Fly. It was very fly. Yes, we got married in a castle But to show you how small... The New York City, Puerto Rican, and Dominican scene is, which is that side of the family for me. Mm-hmm. So I walk in, and she, she was marrying Meryl's cousin. What? So he's there. It turned into like a Twitter meet and greet. Wow. <laughs> but it was really funny. And if somebody got the bright idea of letting Meryl do the speech at the reception. Oh, no. And he told my little cousin and her new husband in front of her parents and his parents, that his advice as a married man is to make sure you pull out for the first two years. Wow. <laughs> I was sitting there like, oh my God. I mean, he says Mero, not Meros. <laughs> okay. I didn't want to look at anybody's face. I literally was looking at the wall, but it turned into Jesus and Mero very quickly in the reception. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but it was cute. Congratulations to my little cousin. It was oh, so yes, emotional when you've known someone since yeah. they were like a baby yeah. and now they're grown getting married. Very, very emotional. What you wear to the wedding, friend? This super cute, um, like long, flowy, and it was like high neck bohemian style dress. That, that looks good. Was it, it a was print or a solid? Print. Okay. Colors. Um, Fall colors. Ooh. Like earth tones with like dark, uh, purples and you know nudes and creams. It was really beautiful. Didn't nobody try to rake your leaves, girl? <laughs> <laughs> you look like the fall colors. You know how men get at weddings. They oh, get yeah, all emotional, yeah. vulnerable. I was like, at at. Okay. <laughs> Especially see that, when they see that long flowing fall <laughs> colors. Okay. But it was nice spending time with my family. I saw cousins that I haven't seen in like fifteen years. Yes. You know, it was nice to get together and then not be a funeral. Yes. I have yes. that kind of family. Unless so. somebody starts something. Unless somebody starts Because <laughs> it could turn into that real quick. Real man, okay. Quick. At this point in your life. At you know what I'm point, saying? But luckily, so I'm glad you had right, fun. For the most That's part, right. everyone played it cool. Good. We got along. And Good. It was very, very nice. So I was very happy about yes. that. Yes. Word to holy matrimony. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so, Dustin, you said that you have this week's this Black week's Business. Black I definitely have a Black Business this week. Um, and I'm so excited to share it. Actually, one of my uh, homies from Atlanta, Georgia, uh, his name A-T-L. is Benji. His Instagram account is Benji Chasen, B E N J I Chasen, C H A S I N. 
and he is the credit guru. Mm-hmm. Um, he runs a, a credit repair special, a credit repair company rather, where he is a specialist um, called Incredible Credit. Their website is www.incrediblecreditfix.com, and that's where you can find all things related to their business and how you can be down. We live in a climate where people really need to take advantage of their financial positioning, and Absolutely. they need to have options available. Um, and the quickest way to that is to have as good of credit as you can get. Um, and so sometimes you need a little help, and that's just real. All right? Amen. So for this real. is a great place for you to go. I know this nigga, um, and I'm very proud of the work that he's been doing. He's been seeing so much success in the Atlanta area and really all over. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so he's really doing great things for his family. Um, just a really a good guy. So support that. Remember, you guys, go to IncredibleCreditFix.com. Um, and you will see everything that you need to see in order to be down with that there. <laughs> and tell Benji Dustin sent you, you came from the friend zone. Hey. And that's our black business of this here week. Perfect. Ready for the recap? Yeah. So on last week's episode titled Arrested Development, we discussed a recent study claiming that 24-year-olds should still be considered teenagers by law extending adolescence due to the many factors contributing to their failure to launch into adulthood. As always, a lot of you had a lot to say. So who stood out to you, Did you watch the show Arrested Development, by the way? Back in the day, yeah. Sort of. It wasn't really my thing. Spotty. I come in and out. Yeah, Yeah, same, same. Right. It it like rung some bells, but it wasn't one of the things. They brought it back on Hulu, right? I think so, probably. Yeah, yeah I, but I did. They did. Because I remember their cast got, like, in trouble. Did you ever see... Not in trouble, but there was, like... Someone on that cast got in trouble. I forgot what it was. Something it was like that happened. Roseanne. It was, like, a sexual assault something. Oh, hell no. Or, was I it can't the Seventh Heaven Daddy? No, I don't think so. Oh. I got to look it up. I'll all right, find all right. it. But go ahead. All right, sorry. Um. Anyway... In the emails, um, no one particularly gave me permission to use their names, so I'll be using them this week. That's all the more reason to do it. Well, this first one, well, they teachers, <laughs> so I was like, you ain't say nothing, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to just name them at random. Uh, I actually will be... Do give, like Crystal does. Just give them a fake name. Oh, I'm going to give... Uh, so this is Amy Ruth. So, you know, because you know Amy Ruth. So, so Amy Ruth writes in, Arrested Development, Teacher Thoughts. Hey, guys. I love listening to this show. I just finished listening to this episode. This is my 11th year as a high school teacher, and these Ooh. kids have changed so much. They are aware of so much, yet still suffering from some major gaps. Mm. They know all about cultural theories and ideas such as gender slash sexual rights and class divisions. But at the same time, the analog world is lost to them. I don't think extended adolescence would do them any good. These young adults are capable, and we need to give them a chance to figure this world out. We have to trust them as they can trust themselves. Um... There's another email here. I thought that that was really important because it was a teacher looking at the perspective, but she was even like, uh, I don't know about that. But uh, go, kind of going along with the college uh, thing, I want to read this comment. This is uh, this person also didn't say about their name, so I will call this person Melba. Uh, Melba's writes Generation Bunk or Bonk. Bunk. Is it Bonk or Bunk? It's B-O-O-N-K. Bunk. So, Bunk. Okay. Like Bunk and Hennessy. Okay, so Bunk. Okay, so boom. I can't believe I just said that. Anyway, hey guys, I'm currently a high school English teacher in an inner city school in LA. So these findings really resonated with me. 
I do agree with Dustin that these lazy ass kids need Jesus. to get their ass up and do something. I've been noticing that the current teen generation struggles with literacy significantly. Mm-hmm. Most of my students are reading and writing at a great level, and while the contributing factors vary and aren't solely attributed to the students and their parents, their lack of motivation to overcome these har- this hardship when they, they're presented with resources blows my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm taking it back that these little motherfuckers can spend all day on their phones and someone's DMs, but can't even craft a coherent sentence. Honestly, their lack of literacy skills should be a public health crisis as literacy is critical to navigating society and ultimately achieving independence. This is why I now call them Generation Boonk, named after the internet dickhead, dickhead Boonk gang. Boonk Pray for gang. the y'all. Love, uh, Melba. So, yes, I thought that, that was interesting that both teachers were uh, showing us that this is a struggle and they're both long-term teachers and how interesting that is. And we've been talking a lot about technology advancing very fast rate. So it's also very scary because, you know, technology, these smartphones actually are smarter than us. And I think it's funny on a very small scale when you're in the Uber and everybody always follows the directions on the map. But you remember back in the day you would get in the yellow cab and you would have to like back in the day if the yellow cab would stop for you before the green cab and all that. They would argue with you sometimes about the best best route because you just oh, knew. Oh, gosh. So like now we don't know anything. We allow Google Maps and ways to just dictate where we go. And sometimes those ways aren't the quickest way or sometimes they're regulating you to stop some other shit. And I'd be and just a small conspiracy theorist. When you be watching the movies and people be controlling the light so they can get through sometimes, I bet, I wonder how many times you just driving and some light been controlled or a train been controlled. I got mad at my Uber mm-hmm. driver this weekend because I had to go downtown. Mm-hmm. And you know where I live. Mm-hmm. Why did he take me from where I live up to 170-something? What? To See? then get on the Hudson. And I said, why are See, you going all up, the way up if I'm going down? And he goes, this is the fastest route. I'm like, what are you talking about? According to who? You can go to 125th right, and right enter there. the Hudson, right? Like, right there. And, but he was like arguing with me. Yeah. And I See? was like, you know what? I don't even have the like bandwidth yeah. right now. So I was like, just whatever. <laughs> he took me to 178. Remember they the, did that shit that night that we night. were going home. The going same, up. the same, yep. literally the same the path. The same wound. Yeah. <laughs> the same. Because they, they've done that a few what times. Because they did that a time before too. And I don't why know what. Why do that? I have no idea. But I be arguing with them. And some, and some. A friend of mine told me he was like, you know, I cor- corrected this path so many times that now finally GPS does it. And I'm like, that's annoying as hell that you actually had to do that because there were, used to be like a weird turn that they would always tell you to do. And I'm like, this is so weird. It's telling you to do this and this is right there. And I would always argue, just stop right there. I'm going to just hop out. <sighs> anyway, so yes. on what you got, SoundCloud, friend? I actually have a couple. I am. Ooh. So Liv Gordon says, I too am a middle school teacher. And it is crazy <laughs> how, much, how much students are into their phones. I love this, that we're getting emails from teachers. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they're walking in between classes with their phones. In the mornings before school, they all just sit around on their phones, not walking around and talking to other kids. Definitely a struggle, especially when it comes to their ability to focus in class. So I've wondered that, too. Like, could you imagine if we had had these smartphones while we were in school? Definitely right. would have been problematic because I know for a fact I would have been scrolling through Twitter. Thank uh, God. Hells, yeah. And Instagram, Thank especially God it was during only math snake. class. Thank God it was only Snake. Right. I'm like, did, what phone? I don't even remember what phone I had when I was in high school. I remember. In high school. I remember. I had a flip phone that was like this, like, um... A next this like I copper think. looking phone, hard to explain. Was I it th- that first Sprint? Yes. Remember that it was like and a it was like sprint. a 
Uh, it's almost a, a pewterish looking, yeah. You that that gray one, mm -hmm. that it was gray like one? a copper gray yeah. brown with that yeah. square screen, yes. and it went up above it like yeah. the and first print like phone. It was like a full flip. It no. was like a yeah. half flip. Yeah. The screen stayed intact, and it stayed stationary, and but that came front, up above to become your earbuds. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's that, that was that first Sprint How phone. How did we all have that phone? Mm -hmm. <laughs> then I had got that Nextel. The Remember the i1000 Plus? Yeah. <laughs> and your plan, it would be $30 a month. You get 300 minutes and unlimited direct connect. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you had, to, um, connect. you had to wait till 9 o'clock to Yeah, talk? to use your minutes. Hell yeah, I wish you would. Your what? mama paying your we, bill. Yo, you had to wait till 9 o'clock to use Who? your minutes. Well, look, where? My mama was bougie. She paid for the extra, so our minutes always started at 7. And we oh, had, you oh, had yeah. good one. and we had unlimited outgoing. So people be like, uh uh uh, you gotta call me right back. I'm like, I got you, I got you. So yeah. I was always calling people first because I, I was like, <laughs> they not gonna call me. Be like, uh, you know, you're not gonna hear from me because my mommy getting on me about the bill. Remember how dope you felt when you first got a uh, call waiting on your phone? Oh, what? <laughs> yes. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Hold on. And caller ID. Hell the yeah. The little box. Yes. <laughs> but let me tell you, my mama, we've been with AT&T, so we had the first, like, merging. Like, it wasn't like, like oh, click over and call them. Like, uh-uh, just tell them to call me, and then I'm going to just merge them in. Mm -hmm. and oh, then, oh, I don't know if I ever it, had it, that. It was called, Not in the house phone. It was called group calling. Three-way. Like a three-way on your home, on your house I phone. I know I did it in the cell, but I don't remember doing that in the house. You click the, over and call. On the house phone, and if you, you had... back over. But, hmm. And if you couldn't add them in that way, if you had two lines, we had a conference button on our thing, too. Mm -hmm. So you could just conference them in. I'm dead. <sighs> Yo, we are old. <laughs> so old. Anyway, so, okay. That and, was one. Look, these kids really won't understand that, though. They're going to be like, what? But actually, the schools need to take a... You know, taking a little bit deeper of a dive. Mm -hmm. The schools need to take that into accountability when they structure like these kids' day. If they know the motherfuckers gonna be on their phones, organize something so that you can have them actively involved while they're on their phones. Create like a morning news thing or whatever where kids gotta pull articles from, you know, Twitter and shit and, you know, make it have a live feed in the cafeteria or something that they can contribute to, like engage them. Right, if you know that's what it is. Right. I saw a video. A video clip, um, because you know it's been the first day of school all basically last week or whatever for a lot of students. I saw a clip where they this teacher had themed her classroom into like a teen club, right? Oh, that was another one. This one was like a teen club, friend, and the whole classroom was lit up with a black light. There was a red carpet outside the front and a velvet rope that the students ran, and you checked in. That's how they did attendance. You checked in at the door, like coming into the day. It was so cute. Those are the types of things that, and and I know teachers don't have any fucking resources. They don't make no money. So we're going to have to drain the educational swamp. Betsy, right. Betsy Demons or whatever her name is. Demons. That demon, white demon, racist devil. I can't stand her. She's got to go. Demons. Let me get off my soapbox. <laughs> So, M.A. Logan says, before the episode went into full description, I knew the kids they were talking about. When I first went to FAMU, it was my first time seeing true Black wealth. It was a clear class difference in the classroom work ethic. While I was busting my ass getting to class, even in hurricanes, they were on Twitter saying they didn't feel like going. And those were usually the ones that dropped out early, were home every other weekend, and their maturation post-college was a lot lower. Mm. So, I mean, that's something to consider how it's a class conversation as mm -hmm. well, regardless of race. You know what it made me think of, too, when I was listening back? Um, we'll have to do a separate episode on that. But even like the opioid crisis, mm -hmm. yeah. you know how like now they're starting to take it seriously and trying to pass laws and 
talking about how serious it is. I thought about it today because um random connection, but Cheska Lee uh, sent me a Keith Haring mm-hmm. um workout outfit that she copped, and so she was cute. like, "Look, you know, I thought of you." And so we got into a convo like why I love Keith Haring so much. So I told her when I was little, the park I used to play in, they had the Crackers Whack mural. Mm-hmm. That, you know mm-hmm. the one, mm-hmm. the big red one that yeah. he made. And so he's like imprinted kind of in my memory from mm-hmm. when I was little. I would just see that that mural every day. So that's why I have him like all over my house and stuff. But me and her got into a convo about like how wild that is. It's yes. a little kid playing on a mural that says Crack is Whack. Right. And just that being the sign of those times. And then now with the opioid crisis, it's like now they care. Even though this is something that's been happening. Hmm? Opioid is filling the void. I'm trying to figure out like a a jingle. Not not a jingle. A A catchphrase. Like crack is whack. Opioid is... uh, Dopioid. A keloid. I don't know what the fuck it. It's I don't know. Keloid. That's why I'm not. Keith, I'm not an artist Justin, like that. So. Who'd you find in the Twitter streets opo- with? Opioids and opioids. Y'all, I have laughed so hard this week on Twitter. Oh, Lord. they have been I'm gonna so share two silly. tweets. First one is from Cash Dial. Someone Cash tweeted Dial. her and asked her who her writer was. She quoted the tweet and said, Akeisha Knight, which we know is her given name. Yes. So the yeah. fact that she let them know that way I thought was cute. Shout out to Cash Dial. Her Cash new album, Dial. Stacked. Drops October 4th. Ooh, I can't nice. wait. I know it's you can't Okay, second tweet, because I'm only giving two. Sometimes this goes on. She got to put you on. in the video. She for really real, does, for, for real. real. Cash Watch Dial, I hope you. you're listening. I am. I want to be in your video. I don't give a damn what it is. I want to be in the video. Cash Dial, please. You're for real. So oh, you Cash Dial, so please, please. Every time I see her think of Cash Dial, I think about you. Thank you, Cash Dial. Each and every time. I think I read Cash Dial really hard because of you, honestly. <sighs> it makes me feel That's so good. That's how I found out about it, music. See? That's why I need to be in that video. Cashed out. Anyway, moving on. Second tweet I want to talk about. This is the last one, actually. Um, comes from Carlo at K-A-R underscore L-O, who quoted a video of Tokyo Tony smoking a blunt listening to Nipsey Hussle. And he quoted the, vi- the video with the caption, when you finally got the fuck. Now, here's why that's funny, because you know... Tokyo Tony, mother of Black China, has gone viral recently for a clip of her arguing with Black China saying, I'm ready to get the fuck ASAP after this shit. So that has now gone viral. It's a new catchphrase. Did you that login? Huh, for the show? Uh-huh. No, you gave it to me. Oh, okay. Have you been watching? No, not yet. It's I've been catching TV. up on But did you or see the first TV. comment phone under TV. that video? No, what did Somebody it say? Somebody was like, look, y'all, it's the rocket hair. <laughs> yeah, she got on that so rocket <laughs> oh <my> hair. <laughs> what? So rocket. So yeah. rocket. Oh, my God. Like, look, y'all, she got on the rocket hair. <laughs> okay, that Diana Ross in <laughs> Central Park so wig. I love it. So, but shout out to them. That was so funny to see Tokyo Tony relaxed and, you know, smoking the blunt, enjoying Nipsey Hustle, really feeling the lyrics. And for them to say that she had finally got the fuck, that I, that I laughed for hours. Y'all know that kind of shit makes me laugh. So that's it. Your head took me out. <laughs> that's it. You only giving us one today. Yup. That's just, that's it. That's it. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm going to wear my soul rocket hair. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, I'm going to pass out. Santana <laughs> has some soul rocket bit. hair she on. Sent, no, not that one. Saucy Santana. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Now she in distress. Shout out to Saucy Santana. <laughs> the Santana had a soul rocket <laughs> wig on. Yeah. I love that song. Y'all know I love Walk Him Like a Dog. Walk Him Like a Dog, sis. Walk Him Like a Dog. Face. That's hilarious. Oh, God. <laughs> 
So y'all ready to jump into this week's episode? Yeah. Yes. So we're going to keep it light. We haven't done a music episode in a long time. And look what inspired this week's episode. So I was on Twitter and I saw that a fan hit up Lloyd Banks. Y'all know Lloyd Banks. Somebody didn't jumped on Lloyd Banks. No, they tweeted him. <laughs> oh, okay. And they were like, basically they were like, you know, are you going to bless us true fans with one more body of work? And he responded, let's be real. Ain't nobody checking for Banks anymore. Oh, and I was like, that's Aww. like hurt my heart, you know. I like Banks. I love She's Banks. a great artist. Dustin oh. Ross. Why would he shade her like that? I that's the problem in the industry, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was gonna say, "Life's too short." <laughs> oh my god, Dustin. So Lloyd Banks of G Unit fame. How many albums did Lloyd Banks have? I don't even know. That's actually how a good many question. songs is King Name? How many what? Songs is can you name? So I was <laughs> see anybody checking for banks no more. No, listen. Right. First like of all, G Unit was massive. Yeah. So even his core audience is still huge for him. Like think of the money he would make if he just did a tour catering to them. So he should definitely come back, especially if they're asking on Twitter. But that's besides the point. It just reminded me of how many artists are probably feeling that way. You know, artists that we love that maybe haven't been able to catch on to this new wave or just don't really know how to align with the yeah, sound of today, yeah. with the youth of today, and just haven't really been able to get back out there. So I hit you guys and I was like, let's do a music episode where we talk about artists that either were like virtually unknown, that we thought were amazing, people we just wanted to give flowers to or even songs because once I started going down my rabbit hole trying to find songs for today low-key I was cracking up at how many random ass songs Mm -hmm. (laughs) we know and I was like you know even people being called one-hit wonders which is kind of annoying because people will have full bodies of work that are amazing but people will base their entire career on that one song yeah. that happened to hit the Billboard charts, which yeah. is really annoying. Think about it. Even someone like Amel LaRue is considered yeah. a one-hit wonder. And that's insane. Like, yeah. she's incredible. How many projects of hers I, like, swear by. So I thought we would do that and talk today and give some people their flowers. So who wants to start? I think you should start, friend. I should start? Yes, ladies first. Give us a taste of what you've been missing. Native creates safe, simple, effective products that people use every day. Their products are filled with trusted ingredients, and their natural deodorant is no different. Native deodorant is formulated without aluminum, parabens, and talc, and it's with ingredients found in nature, such as coconut oil, shea butter, and tapioca starch. It comes in a wide variety of enticing scents for men and women, plus they release a new limited edition seasonal scents throughout the year. Their classic deodorant scent. scents include coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, and eucalyptus and mint. And for those with sensitivities, Native has an unscented formula and a baking soda-free formula, too. All right! Making the switch to a natural deodorant does not mean having to sacrifice on odor or wetness protection. Native is proof. There's a reason why it has over 8,000 five-star reviews, and it's also no risk to try it. Native offers free shipping and free returns and exchanges in the USA. Now, Native deodorant is very cool because, you know, they have those really nice scents. They're really nice, like the lavender and rose, and they also have the cucumber and mint. Um, 
They're really cute. So I think you should give them a try if you want to give some a natural deodorant. And again, they have the baking soda free one. So these are things you should all check out if this is the something that you're trying to get into. So for 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code FRIENDZONE during checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com, promo code FRIENDZONE for 20% off your first purchase. After all the summer barbecuing and eating out on vacation, I'm ready to get back into my habit of eating what's good for me. But finding time to look for recipes, get to the grocery store, and meal prep makes it so overwhelming. And that's what's great about Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest makes it easier than ever to get back into the habit of eating more fruit and vegetables with thoughtfully sourced, chef-crafted food that can be prepared in less than five minutes. Fill your box with more than 65 different options like ready-to-blend smoothies, hearty soups, and savory harvest bowls. Each Daily Harvest cup takes one step to prepare with room for customization. All of Daily Harvest ingredients are sourced and selected for maximum nourishment, my favorite, and peak season flavor. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys still been eating your bowls and oh, your yeah, smoothies? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Harvesting so on the daily. <laughs> See the catch line. So go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code FRIENDZONE to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code FRIENDZONE for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. That's dailyharvest.com. Well, y'all are going to... Actually, I'm going to pick... um. I don't, I don't want to say a funny one because that sounds disrespectful. <laughs> Good. Use that one. <laughs> Let's see if y'all remember. So do y'all... Hold on. I'm trying to pull it up. Do y'all remember... <laughs> don't laugh like that. No. Do y'all remember Profile? Yes. With a Y. Liar? Yes. Yes. Oh. Absolutely. Cut that shit on right now. <laughs> come on now. Why did that song come to my mind? You can that's the Shout out to that Profile, baby. Yo, yeah, the, the harmony them? there. Nothing but. <laughs> Amazing. Do y'all remember them? I remember yeah, that yeah, song. I remember Profile. It was, made me laugh because I was like, why did that even come to my mind? <laughs> I don't even know. But that was in 2000. They were signed to wow. Motown Records, which I didn't know. And they're out of uh, Shreveport, Louisiana. So, Louisiana, wow. y'all got you one. Wow. <laughs> Shout out to Shreveport. Shout out to Shreveport. Yo, that part, though, used to have me dead when he was like, what is it? Heartbreaker. You're nothing but a liar, a mistreater, a deceiver, a heartbreaker. And I won't let you back in my life. So I'm taking the house, the cars, the kids, and the dog. I want it all. How you going to say the house, the cars first, and then the kids and the dogs? Right, right. <laughs> right. How you going to put the kids and the dogs together? All you bitches, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who has one next? 
I got one. Shout out to Profile. I don't know where y'all are at, but y'all did that. Yes. They sure did. And this next Flowers person I'm about to bring up. Yes. They did this too. Um, y'all know I love R&B. The 2000s and the early 2000s, I should say, brought us some of the best R&B Legit. ever created. Mm. So this person, this song really don't need no introduction. Y'all might not remember his name, but you damn sure remember his game. He's spitting this song. Here we go. This for all my ladies. I know you're thinking, yo, it sounds like a lullaby, right? But this is for you. Get into it. It's true. I got your legs spread all over the bed. Hands clenching the sheets. Hair wild as hell. I know the only thing on your mind is sex and me, girl. Yeah. yeah, I ain't even gonna let it get to that chorus. <laughs> okay, you got to do it on okay. your own, but that was none other than Avant. Was he considered one hit wonder? Uh, well, was he? He did some, you know, a <laughs> uh, few things I believe people enjoy. But I love that song. Okay, <laughs> and Avant then gave a lot to R and B music, and um, yeah, so you know. Oh, and he has the one with um, Kiki, Kiki Wyatt. Wyatt. Mm-hmm. I wonder which one of them kids she had after she did that song. <laughs> Kiki Wyatt got so many children. And she's pregnant now, right? It, I'm not surprised, but damn. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hear that. It's like half your life. A factory over there, ain't it? <laughs> I Jesus. love Avant, though. Me too. Avant, flowers to you. Yes. Shout out to Avant. Making good love. You. He had a bunch of songs. He got a song called Love School. That was the jam. He got a bunch. of Avon got some songs. So shout out to Avon. I really have to be honest. I never sat with his discography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I only know like the singles. Same. Maybe like a couple songs. I'm going to do that. I'm going to remember to do Go that. Go down to Avon right at home. Right? All right. So my first one's not necessarily a one-hit wonder, but it's going to parlay me into the per- the next person that has a hit. Maybe they have a hit. I'm not sure. You know, I listen to a lot of random ass R&B. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm going to play this person. I'm going to tell you who this person is, and then I'm going to tell you who the other person is after I play this and why I play- chose this song. But uh, this is Lloyd. He has this song. <sighs> and, right. And like I said, Lloyd's not a one-hit wonder. He's just probably not as uh, popping right now as he w- was at one point. So you I know, do think he's underappreciated. He shouldn't have cut super, his damn hair. Super <laughs> under underappreciated. That's it's just the facts. Cause he's so good. He cut his so hair and we was good. like, oh, so we going down. Stop it. <laughs> so Lloyd, I love Lloyd. The reason I say it, I'm not talking about him because he has a massive catalog. Like there are tons of songs that I could have chose, but I'm choosing a song called All I Need mm. because it leads me to another artist that did this song. I don't know who did the demo for who, but I'm gonna play you Lloyd's first, and then I'm gonna play the other artist. And I don't think one's better than the other, but the other artist was somebody who else who also had a catalog that I listened to, and I'm like. Well, where the hell is he? So I'm gonna play the Lloyd version first. This is the song. It's called "I Need Love." <laughs> oh, uh, 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 oh, uh, 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 one time, eh, oh, two times, eh, eh, three times. But I dream, eh, eh, eh. Check it. Uh. I promise that I won't be wasting your time. Trying to give you everything that's mine You're my counterpoint and I'm trying to draw the line And if I'm wrong in hell, let me be blind Be my baby, be my girl Be my shawty, be my world Be my any and everything that I adore This future of ours, baby, I'm really looking forward to There's a man that I want to be I can't be him without you with me 
So that's the song. The song is called I Need Love, but it's also done by an artist named Sterling Sims. Oh, yeah, I know Sterling Sims. Of course, man. man. I don't know what it was, but Sterling Sims had a project. I don't know if it kept getting shelved or what, but I was waiting for that bitch to come out so hard. And then, you know, because it was this is back when peer-to-peer sharing was becoming a thing, <laughs> somebody uh, leaked it, and I was like, thank God. Like, I wish he would have been released from his label or whatever the problem was, but I wanted him to blow up so bad. But this is the Sterling Sims version of the song. It's featuring Jada Kiss. But the song is called All I Need, his version. But in parentheses, I said, it says I need love. But uh, the Sterling Sims version. Oh, uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, one time. Come on, two times. Let's go three times. And bring it back one time. I promise that I won't be wasting your time I'm trying to give you everything that's mine You're my counterpoint and I'm trying to draw the line And if I'm wrong, then hell, let me be blind Be my baby, be my girl Be my shawty, be my wild Be my idiot, everything that I so I just wanted now to Now I want to know the background. Because I one thing I was obsessed with, I was always obsessed with either listening to demos or when I saw like leaked versions and I would not even compare them to see who did it better. But just to be like, all right, so I would like, I would take this version's part and put it here and like just make my own like version mashed up. But I want to hear the backstory because a lot of the times it it reminds me of the, what happened to me as an artist where I had so many songs and then they just got taken by bigger artists yeah. that the labels were like, bitch, nobody knows who you are. <laughs> So-and-so wants I it. Know it's about our record now. All of that. Because it has to be hard as an artist to like come up with a song and either sit on it or it not resonate with you at one moment, but then become like everything to in another moment because, you know, you revisit your art at different very, at different points in your life. But then for somebody to come in and try to take your art or you give it away. And then you're but like, a lot of times it's not even that you're sitting on it. It's just that someone heard it. Producers tend to play yeah, the yeah, demos. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. before you know it, they get the right. songs just taken. Or somebody's like, oh, what's that you was working on? I overheard. And they're like, oh, yeah, let me play this for you. Man. And like, oh, I want that. the worst. Remember, didn't that happen to um, Bridget Kelly with uh, Frank Ooh, Ocean? Yeah. Oh. Where it was, was it the, de- no, it was, he wrote it for her? I don't even know what the you backstory is. You know he stole the shit out of it, too. <laughs> you know, he's like, But I would have been bitch. sick <laughs> if I had released that and you gonna release your damn demo knowing Man, that you're right. a bigger artist. When, I've been thinking about you that. stealing my damn song. That's what I've been thinking about. <laughs> I would have been so heated. Ooh. When I tell you it was like he leaked, or like, I don't know if he leaked, but all like 60, that 60 pack of demos that came out and then they had that Brandy song on one of them and all that shit. I was like, well, God damn. Like, oh, the... Um, denim, I think it was. I forget what it was called. Oh, yeah. no. Uh, His name, Lonnie Bro. Oh, Lonnie oh yeah, bro pack. yeah, that, uh, had that, like yeah. fifty songs on it. I remember that. The Lonnie oh. Love pack had fifty songs on it. Too. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> hey Lonnie Love, with your listening ass, we know you listening. <laughs> hey uh, boo. Hey Lonnie Love. Hey Lonnie Love. Lonnie Love. The new LL. Right, Lonnie Love. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friend. What else you been listening to? Oh. So let's take it to New York for a second. Hey, welcome to New York, where we don't play. She like them boys up top from the BK. So let's take it to the bad boy era. Okay, yes. Which I need a girl you gonna use, Loom? (laughs) Nope. This is someone who definitely got no love. Nope. Oh, Donnie Klang? No, that's (laughs) sad that we could list off (laughs) a lot of people. Dream. Y'all ready? I'm just gonna play it. 
Come on. Man, they could have sold that props. to Popeye's She's for the chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> the things you do. <laughs> they could, that's a missed opportunity. Where is she at? Keep running to you. With the chicken chicken sandwich. <laughs> that could be a bit better. So she's from Jersey. So let me give the proper props. Okay. She's from Jersey. And that was um, back in 96. Her album was Nobody Does It Better. Wow. And that was when Missy produced it, which is... Can you imagine your debut single has Missy and Diddy? Wow. (laughs) Hee-hee-how. Hee-hee-how. So that's amazing. I do wonder what happened, though. Yeah. Because that single was huge. She must have meant what she said. Nobody does it better. And if you don't believe me, watch this. No. <laughs> she meant that. I love it. <laughs> that I love beat it. is super hard. And yes. it's iconic. Do you remember the video where she was like on the bench in yeah. the park? And they was in that car. Iconic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yo, anyway. So Gina Thompson. She had a dope ass haircut too, low key. She was popping. Gina Thompson was the shit. I wonder where she's at now. I'm trying to find her on Instagram. What or not? Dustin, <laughs> who you found? <laughs> oh, it's my turn. It's your turn. Okay, well, I'm going to take it all the way back to 1982. Oh, shit. Okay. And I'm also going to take it over to a white song because I feel like, you know, there's so many songs yeah, that, that just matter. This one, I'll tell you the name of it later. This is one of those songs where you probably don't know the name of it and you probably don't know the artist, but you've heard the song. Here we go. Yeah, baby. Why is this such a Dustin song? Yeah, baby. So that song. Oh, I swear. Okay. (laughs) That song is from 1982. It's called Come On Eileen by Mm. Dexy's Midnight Runners. Wow. Very popular song, right? Dexy's. Dexy's, D E X Y, which actually Dexy is a dope name. You know, put that on your list. But anyway. Dexy's Midnight Runners. Dexy's Midnight Runners, Come On Eileen. And I fell in love with that song when I watched the movie Tommy Boy. Um, back in the day and they were playing it and singing it in the car and I was like oh my god I love this that is so, so funny yep. that's a everybody throwback everybody knows that song yes yeah. tell oh, me boy. I swear well it means at this moment that, that is Sante. totally your energy signature yeah. I love it <laughs> <laughs> Whew. all right well this is a dance slash electronic pop mm. song feel so good by Sunny. No. Oh, that's I a love good that one. song. That, that is, is a good, good one. And that's what gives me heart. I love <laughs> Like that. Yes, that's a good. That's a really good one. My bad, um, my bad. No, 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 no. That's a really good one. That's a really good one. Uh, so this artist is Santa Esmeralda. I think I've talked about this before, but I heard this on the Kill Bill soundtrack. Mm, um, not familiar. Oh my God! So did you watch the first Kill Bill? I've never watched any of You've the Kill Bill. You've never seen Kill Bill. No. Kill Bill is a crazy ass movie. Um, but uh, RZA he did the he did the album. Oh like, nice. So, oh yeah, because him and Quentin are like good friends. Yeah. So you know that was a thing. <laughs> but anyway, this song I heard it on the album, and it's like ten minutes long, and I fucking love it. Like I haven't played it in a while, but. If you ever hit me playing this song, just know, oh, I guess this nigga, he finna get in the zone right quick. But this this song is called Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood, uh, Mr. Esmeralda Sweet. 
Unfortunately, I don't have all 10 minutes to play, so I'm going to just play, like, a little, a little bit at the beginning. But uh, it repeats a lot of it. But, like, the band just starts getting, like, harder and harder in the middle of it. And he just gets so much passion and soul building into it. I just love this song. Here we go. I'm, a cl- I'm clicking the link, so hopefully it'll load right on time. So there's like a, a whole, you like the band, it breaks down and then he's like breaking down his part where he's like, alone and I love you. And then like the band plays some more. But <laughs> What'd he say? And I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but the best part is, <laughs> and I love you. <laughs> this nigga was dead serious though. He's like, there's a part where he goes, and I love you. <laughs> the nigga had so much passion when he did it, so I felt that. Okay, that, that passion transferred. <laughs> but I brought that song up too because John Legend did a cover of that song. Oh wow. Yeah, so Hell yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, shit. so everybody like everybody's covered that damn song. So every time I hear it, it's amazing. But that was like one of my favorite ones of it. So yes, that's what I saw. Or that's what I listened to. Brandon, what about you? What else you been listening to? All right, so I'm going to take y'all to 2006. All right. Okay. To a grime artist that came grime. out. Grime. Okay, okay. Back in the day, a grime artist came out, uh, an English grime artist. This was her sixth single. I'm like trying not to laugh playing it because I know y'all are going to be like, shut up. I feel like I already know who you're going to play. Who? Cool. Let's see if you guess. Is it Lady Sovereign? Oh my God, I, you're I knew it. Do you uh-uh. remember that song? You know I do. Go ahead, play it. Officially the biggest midget in the game. I don't know. You guess who I was? <laughs> you know what? Because in my mind, I was like, this could be one of two people, right? 
So Dizzy Rascal was my first guess. Do you know who Dizzy Rascal is? I do. Yeah. That was D-I-Z-E-E. Yeah. D-I-Z-Z-E-E. I was like, she could only be about to say Dizzy Rascal or Lady Sovereign. And I don't know how. Do you remember the summer how that song was fucking massive? Man, it oh was man. playing all over. I feel like it was all over TV. So it's always been stuck in my head. <laughs> you know how you have those random ass songs that are just like eternally stuck in my head? That Frank you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. So Lady Sovereign. I actually wonder if she's that still putting a, out that songs. Was a good, that was a good selection. Wasn't that good? <laughs> that was. That, that was good. I cannot believe I you love that I, I guessed it with no no clue, <laughs> like a barely a clue. I was like, yes. <laughs> That's my uh my white contribution, my white radio. Oh uh, damn, I should have did. Oh, okay, I'm gonna get one next. Your next round, your next round, Dustin Ross. Oh, my, All right, so um in the vein of black female rappers, okay, and black girls rocking. All mm-hmm. right, I thought it would be dope to highlight someone who doesn't really get mentioned uh in the conversation as much as I personally would like for her to. She's a really dope artist named Jean Grey. I love um, Jean Y'all Grey. love Jean, Gay, Jean Grey, right? Yeah. You're um, right, though. She don't get her flowers. She doesn't, and she really should, because her pen is, like, sick. So on her album this week, she has a song called Whatever, and I love this song. It's one of the most beautiful hip-hop love songs ever. We're going to play 45 seconds of this bitch. Let's do it. Not her, the song. <laughs> so hold on. Hold oh. on. Right, because I'm not, yeah, I didn't mean, I, no disrespect. <laughs> no, I we know how song. you meant it. Hold on one second. <laughs> you know, sometimes when two people are in love, more fun what's better than that really some was like feel me i was all no catching feelings truly upset when he had to go school me on the ways of catching a main god i'm matching a date cause i'm lacking skills and mac is smaller than an ipod i'm kidding i know the mac and his rules was tacking on the wife he latches since backpacking at school but he's different though feel him more can't play it simple no can't fuck up the friendship for them dimples no i need to enter a space and probe is into scope just like i'm vanity yeah. Damn, she's so tight. Nice little clip. Ooh. It's such a I love a good rap hip hop love song. I love to hear rappers um convey those kind of expressions of, of love and romantic interest through rap. I love that. I love that expression. Always have been. That's why I love your love. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love her tone too. Yeah. yeah so shout out to tone. Jean Grey. The song is called Whatever. And you can play that when you want to impress like a date or something. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Kind of sparks the vibe, and then they can get into that corny conversation. Oh, you like? Well, what else do you like? And then y'all can battle over the YouTube <laughs> for you know it. Cute date ideas. No, you didn't. Oh my god, <laughs> Sante. All right, so I'm gonna play. We talked about this artist before. I'm gonna play, and I feel like I played these two things before. But this gonna lead me into the artists who don't get these flowers. I want to play the male version first because you already know who the actual artist is. So I want to know if you remember the song. So I'm going to play the song first. So this is uh, Corey Williams. Have we talked about him before? I don't think Corey so. Corey Latif Williams? I don't think so. Okay. Sounds like a community activist. <laughs> okay, good. So I'm going to play the Corey song Corey Williams first. is speaking at the... Uh... <laughs> now, now, friends, since it's... <laughs> now, since it's him singing, feel free to sing in if you recognize the song, okay? Okay. Girl, I trust you and all, but 
that song so much first of all i was very happy that episode when they kept playing it over and over and over because the girls were rehearsing to it first Dan of all yes came, right? yes first of all there are a million rabbit holes i can do- go Woo! down here cherry dennis but but before i get to before i get to her let me just say ryan leslie because i guess that was the demo he needs a whole episode just ryan himself. fucking leslie is someone he's one of the, the reasons that i moved to new york just because like his artistry his hustle, the way he picks songs, Remember the way we he saw does him music. A couple yes. weeks ago? Yes. We, Y'all yes. did? Dude, we were walking, yeah, walking to down, the train from yeah. here and he was across the I'm street like, just oh, walking. Shit, that's Ryan and Leslie I looked over, there. over, I was like, is that not Ryan Leslie? <laughs> like, and we both just we, like, were stunned. stuck. <laughs> like, he's just walking. I met him once many, many years I ago. I really wanted to run over to him and be like, I fucking love you. You're I, amazing. Yo, I met him many, many moons ago and he was so fucking nice. And there is nothing like you meeting somebody that you know really ain't got time for your shit. Didn't and they just be steal dope his as laptop? Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It was a whole thing about it. But and um, his Cassie. <laughs> so yes, Ryan Leslie. Well, two people stole that. <laughs> and you know what? I'm gonna come back around and play a Ryan Leslie song in a minute. But that song right there. Um, you know that that that's a hell of a song, and Sherry Dennis, she's somebody that I really hey, wanted hey. more for. <laughs> me too, cause she actually Sherry Dennis. Don't get me started on um. Color my oh, oh. Ooh, that's the jam. And that mixtape she dropped, the like drug one. You yes. know what I'm talking about? Yes, no. friend. You know what I'm Coke talking friend. about? What was it called? Coke. Mellow Coke. Mellow. Mellow Coke. Hold or on, something? it was like because it was her, and was it the producer? Cherry Mello Coke. X? Is that what Cherry it was? Coke? And then I think drugs was a, a track on there. Hold on, I'm, I'm about to look that this up right now. That mixtape or EP, whatever it was, man, I remember having When she that came on with repeat. that, she sounded so different and dope. I was like, people are it really was edgy, missing out. And it kind of showed her versatility as an artist. And if you really play it back now, it's Cherry Coke and Mellow X. Um, Do I wonder, is it on, it's, where it's are you X at Coke. on Spotify? I'm, I'm looking on YouTube as some of these tracks coming up. Yo, if that's on, on Spotify, this is I'm going to freak out. Let me check out. Yeah, check, Leah, look at that while I play this. Yo, 
So that's Ooh, so that's when Sherry Dennis became. Wait, what was that project called? Uh, so this is this is on this is the X slash Coke project. So X Coke, but um, Coke. it's when she became known as Cherry Coke as opposed to Cherry Dennis. See, so Cherry Coke is um that was her name in the streets. I don't and think it's on Spotify. I remember listening to it on Sound. Did you Sound look up files? Cherry Coke or that's Cherry Dennis? Cherry Coke. You on SoundCloud now? Yeah. Is it up there? Because I don't see it. And she's oh, spells yeah. Cherry C H E R I, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's on here. Cherry Coke. Oh I don't see it. What the machine is Look, on? here. No, I was following her and I was looking at the Ain't no Cherry Coke. <laughs> but that's SoundCloud. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Oh no, I was looking on Spotify. Oh yeah, yeah. I was saying it's on SoundCloud. Oh well, I mean I'll find yeah, it on yeah, SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that project. I'm so excited we brought that up. Yes. That no. is like Sherry such Dennis, a vibe, man. Okay, Cherry Coke now. I'm I'm still listening. Up, so if you put some more music out, I'm still listening. She's about to take me back. But actually, let's stick to so 2002. 2002. I'ma stick to the rappers. Hey. Miss Jade. Oh, okay. Wait, I'll get your big head on the floor, or um, really, it could be three songs from that whole. So remember, it was a 2002 girl interrupted album. Yes, yes. That she did. Uh, she had the Ching Ching record with Nelly Furtado, Feel the Girl. Yes. And big head. I don't even know which one I should play. I don't know either, but shout out to Miss J. Get your big head on the floor. Get your big head on the floor with Timbo and Missy. They were all over that. Sitting in Palmer's in the video. So Miss Jade is hails out of Philly. Okay. Oh. I love that we're like repping every city in this episode. So she was like the Eve Eve. The Eve. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you know that's the title. Shout out to Philly. That's the title of the episode. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so I'm going to play, I think I'm going to play Ching Ching. Yeah, play that one. What about it? Woo, Miss Jade. Yes. She's another one. I mean, the fact that she dropped three big ass singles like that off of her debut album, like, yes. what happened? Why yes. do y'all think she didn't catch fire after that? I don't know, but can you play the other one too, please? Which one? Big head. Get, get your big head on the get floor. Get your big head on the floor. Just zone. because I want to take it right back right after that and play another Timbaland song or a uh, produced song. Okay. Just that it reminds me of that era too. Got you. <laughs> okay. So Miss Jade, where you at? So that takes me back to also the year 2001 with Bubba Sparks. Oh shit. 
Because remember, Timberland and them, they was pushing artists out. They was, like, really on that sound. Bubba was amazing. And it was random because I was like, I'm really blasting this country white boy rapping with... He had this song where he'd be like, to see you coming round the bend. I just can't think of anyone that can make me smile like you can. And I used to love that song so Wait, much. Wait, you're being serious? Yes, yes. it's a song by Bubba Sparks called Coming Around. <laughs> yeah. You were For real. <laughs> yeah. You were like, oh, Lord, here he go. Yeah. He about to sing about some country. I thought he was right. making this up. Yeah. I thought it was Lil Nas X. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Panini, don't you be a meanie. Don't you yeah. be a meanie. Listen, okay, so this is Bubba Sparks. Sparks, this is ugly. Which the uh, oh my god, you remember the production on this? Of oh my god, it's Honestly, ugly. I was a huge fan. Oh my god, you know he was a Georgia boy, so you know, when they left, but you know, boy. still Georgia, so we still right. Here we go. Somebody, somebody said that's what was playing when OG walked on the set for the basketball ride. Oh, <laughs> it's getting ugly. I don't even know who and that is. Up in here, up in. Oh my God, that's Please terrible. Please don't pull it up. No, so I since not. I got skipped, yeah. I'm gonna go on and do two songs. I was just taking it no, back. No, we'll go this way. Yeah. So. It's fine. I'm still gonna do two <laughs> because that brought up a Bubba Spark song, but I already Get got my timestamp set for this next Let's one, so then we're gonna dial back. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so you know, I'm gonna take it back to 2001. Um, Ooh, what a time! There was a rapper who was really popular who had been featured. She's a Memphis rapper. She was featured on Chicken Head with Project Pat. Her name is Lachat. Yeah, and she uh, dropped her own body of work called Motor Murder. She spoke right. Lachat. So and dope. so there's a song. The opening track is called "Don't Sing It," and I feel like it really establishes who she is as an artist and a person. So I want to play a little clip of that for y'all. So, yeah, nice. <laughs> this is a nice little clip. She said she was a stout bitch, but she packing a fat ass beer belly. <laughs> so I just thought that that was defining. That's my next IG caption. Shout out to Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the Bubba Spark song coming around because I ain't heard this in years, y'all. I ain't even thought about it. I'm so, so just excited. listen, y'all. Yeah, yeah. The spirit of the new side. Yes, sir. So just can't think of anything. 
one way or another. That can make me smile like you can. There's a portrait of the South in the spirit of the song. Keep following the fiddle, it'll never steer you wrong. I've lived a lot of life, so my really, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so that's coming round by Boa's <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna take it to the vet. Do y'all know who the very first male R&B singer was to sign to Rockefeller Records? No. And he's from South Carolina. Luther Vandross. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Luther Vandross on Rock Nation? No. Oh, <laughs> damn! I don't know this. I'm mad. You don't know. I feel like I know. I'm a know when you I mean, play, you know I'm, the song. I'm so mad. I don't okay, know. Okay, y'all ready? You about to say Jimmy Cozier? He was on right. I, I love Jimmy Cozier. I just said his name. Yo, Jimmy Cozier. Jimmy Cozier had what some shit. What was his single? Sometimes I love her. Sometimes I love her now. Oh, shit. I, something, mm. something. So was he talking about her foot? Like is it true that he was talking about her bunion when he said sometimes I love okay, her not? Okay, friend, play your song, please. <laughs> was it a K on the friend, end? You know we're going to have to play Jimmy Cozier I'm about to, I'm after. A, I'm going to cue it you up. You pull I'm it up. Okay, it up. so here's mine. <laughs> I pull my parts with the honey's heart. It's gotten even worse now that the money's washed. Like a letter yard, the 9 8 find me straight. Good health, can't complain about my financial state. What else? I guess tomorrow knows. I run through chicks like borrowed clothes. I'm the type of nigga your father opposed. Have a test, Jay, to follow the codes. And say, on my best day, I'm like God with a flow. Bless me. Baby, why are you chasing that man? Knowing that he can't love you like I can. I guess you'd rather chase instead of feeling what's real inside i got the thinking and i hope you <laughs> Are you chasing that man? Okay. <laughs> that me. Talk about ah. an opening line, Yo. okay? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Rel. Love Real. for free. Yeah. Yo, I used to play that record out. He's another one that I'm like, he had a huge first single, debut single. It's Rockefeller. He had Jay-Z on the record. Like, what happened? Wow. What the fuck happened? But we never know. You know, it could be so many factors. Amen. Let's do one more round. <laughs> <laughs> I love that phrase. <laughs> well, I I'm I ain't about to play Jimmy Cozy if that's gonna be my one more round. Oh well he'll be <laughs> he can be the bonus because we just brought him up randomly. Okay, well I'm gonna play him and then I'm gonna play my other song. Okay. All right, so this is him. Get into confrontation 
with me, testing the patience to see how far she can go before I lose my head. Sometimes I love her, sometimes I love her now. I ain't letting her go, she's all I got. I had no idea that it was Damn an abusive lyrics. <laughs> She blacks out. But whoever produced it's the conversation. But they produced the fuck out of that. <laughs> Sometimes. I was like, oh, okay, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I ain't letting her go. That was good. Damn, Jimmy Cozier, he's another one. Right, where the hell he at? Where, where the hell Jimmy? you at? Where you at? <laughs> Dustin, right. what's your last one? Oh, damn, it's my turn. It's your last one. <clears throat> Well, since it's my turn, I feel like I will do the right thing and go out with a bang, meaning an R&B singer from 1986. <laughs> this is a classic. Most people know this song. We're going to let the whole first verse ride because fuck it. Here we go. Shout out to the OG Shirley Murdoch. Go on without you. One time for the drag queens of America. One time for the the aunties, the mamas, (laughs) the grandmamas, that's the babies. All of them played that. And every woman that ever was a hoe know who Shirley Murdoch (laughs) is. Because she also had another song called As We Lay. Okay, y'all know what's that. The classic. Oh, my God. That got made over how many times? Listen, you know there's going to be another era where these kids (laughs) do it. Okay, you know it's gonna come back in the rotation. Oh, I'm waiting you for know, uh, what's his name that be doing all the Bryson 90s? Tiller or one no, of them. the the rapper singer one. Uh, the other one, um, Tory Lanez. There we go. Yeah, yeah. see, I'm waiting. You know it's coming. Version. You wouldn't hear Tory Lanez go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, friend. What's your last one? All right, my last one. So I gotta take it to the Neo Soul era. Yes. There's no way we could not have Neo Soul love. So I'm actually gonna take it to um Dustin's home turf. All right. Detroit. Detroit. Dwelle? Nope. Um and this is 1998. It's a woman. And and if you know this song, then you are a Monica true, Blair. Nope. You are a true, true, true blue music head. Cause Anytime I brought this up, minute, I think I've only seen one person mention this on Twitter. Soul. I know XD knows because XD is XD. Oh, well, if XD know it, then Dustin might know it. <laughs> you ready? Mm-hmm.
All right. Davina. Davina. Yep. I just, that's Davina. all. Look, that's now you went old school. Friend. <laughs> I went back. You back. went old school. And you know what's bugged out through looking her up? I was, I didn't realize that her debut single actually dropped in 84. Oh, wow. I was like, holy shit. It was Been called Build it. Me Up Buttercup. And then I guess the come over to my place in 98 was like what really propelled her during that Neo Soul sound. But it's interesting how artists like just be so ahead of their time. Mm-hmm. Think of how many artists we know they were just ahead of their time. So I'm glad she was able to find her pockets still in the late 90s. But that record is Come Over to My Place by Davina. XD and would know. <laughs> he would know that. Know. I got guarantee he XD if you're listening, I know you know it. And then So Good was her other... Uh, single that was huge too and it was mm. really 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 awesome. it was so good mm. I Amen. love one of the I love that song because like nobody ever knows what I'm talking about yes. but she's so good yes, she friend. was bomb she had these like honey blonde locks and she was from Detroit shout out to Detroit shout out to hey. Detroit shout out to the Neo Soul movement too Yeah, that changed my life I just knew you was about to play some Dwelle when you said Neo Soul from Detroit <laughs> Man, too <feel> easy like- <laughs> I feel like I always play him. People already know how I feel. Wait, Dwelly's from Detroit? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. 313 in the house. Detroit yeah. don't play when it comes to music. Or man. hair. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Castro. <laughs> Asante. My last one, right? All right. So this is going to be electronic music. Okay. Um, it's going to be something y'all familiar with. You know, it's family friendly. It's going to be a throwback. Crystal Waters. Um, Close. Alice DJ. Better off alone. Close, okay, that's a good one. Um, I'm picking. So Technotron, this is Technotronic. Um, you gonna know the song when I press play. <laughs> Spread your booty on the butter knife, make my day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How what? <laughs> Not Pump it up. Why your feet are stumping? And the jam is pumping. Look ahead, the crowd is jumping. Pump it up a little more. Get the party going on the dance floor. See, cause that's where the party's at. And you find out if you do that. <coughs> oh, wow. I play Tuesday. Spread your booty on the button. I make my day. Oh, wow. Over and over again. Damn, you took me back. Wait, Dustin, what was your version? <laughs> <laughs> Spread your booty on the butt and I make my, my day. day. Oh, hell no. <laughs> then you got to sing about the story. where you get them sandwiches. Wow, wow. <laughs> I pray to stay. Spread your booty <laughs> on the butt and I make my day. <laughs> Wait, I want to put that as the title of the episode. Fresh booty, booty on the, on the butter knife. Oh my god! On the but butter what, knife. What was they talking about? Okay, on the so phones? you know okay. who that reminded me of? Who? Do y'all remember K Seven? K Seven. I don't know if that was regional. Come, baby, come, baby, baby, come. Oh, yeah, come, yeah, come, I, come, I remember baby, come, baby, baby, like, come, I come. I think they were Puerto Rican. That was the jam, but I didn't know their name was K7. Yeah, yes, okay. that Look, was the jam. I just pulled come, it up. baby, 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 come, come, come. 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 Woo! Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn. 
90s music. Let's kick it. Yeah. Yeah, friend. <laughs> but friend, this was their song though. This was they from New York. Heidi Ho. Oh, zongo, 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 zongo. Oh my God. You know, they Yo, were the secular artists that um, they were backed by. Who was the group? They were backed by the Sounds of Blackness. That was like the secular artist that the Sounds of Blackness came out with. Are you being serious? Yeah, so like they were vocal trained by the Sounds of Blackness, like choir boot camps type shit. Like, just oh, lying. <laughs> and I really believed. Did you see? I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was Ann Nesby talking about some. Get up, get up, get up, get me alive. That's Ann Nesby <laughs> from the Sounds of Blackness. That sound like, be optimistic. Uh -huh. Yo, you got me. <laughs> I thought he was schooling me. Damn it all. When you asked if he's being serious, I was like, too soon to ask, uh, friend. He got me. He was just about to get you. Yo, he be so straight face, man. Yo, but K7, does it say wow. what year that was? 93. Damn, that means I was in elementary school, right? Damn, and still had a good ear for music. Bro, I remember you. K7 because I had such a crush on all of them and we would be dancing our asses off in recess. Yes. Like, and they had another song that was like, Heidi ha, Heidi ho, something like that. Heidi ho, Heidi ha, Heidi ha, Heidi ha. Hey, Heidi ho. You remember that? Yeah. Fuck it up, friend. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, Heidi yeah, Ho. And it was on the Mask soundtrack. Which soundtrack? The Mask. Jim oh, Carrey. Shit. The Heidi Ho song. Why I, I knew them. That, yo, that just took me. You ever get like such a deep memory? Hey. Low key, I feel like that was a theme song. Maybe not. Shit right Yo, on the head. that's crazy. And why the hell was I singing this song when he talked about by Friday, she's having my baby. Shit, okay. It was on the mask soundtrack, so a lot of people's children was. Woo, y'all just pulled out a deep memory. Wow. Yo, well, you you hit that one on the head with K7. Yo, K7. if those of you listening, if you remember K7, please tweet me. We have to have <laughs> this moment. Somebody has to know what the hell I'm talking Somebody about. Somebody know K7. Yeah, people gonna know that. They what did y'all do in do K2? Do y'all remember K7? Yes. Yeah, yeah, come, baby, come. Do you remember how adorable they were? With Like, they used to wear jerseys. Nah, I remember what they looked like. Nah, I remember hearing Super the Latin, just real Latin looking. I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> Very wash heights, you know what Ooh, I mean? Yes. <laughs> I do. 
Wow. Okay. Well, I feel like we did one the whole episode. One for every day of the week. K seven. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. My kind of care, you know. <laughs> Low key, this is a mashup of music and yeah, we forfeiting the music man segment. So. This is a whole music episode, but this was really fun. Wait, you still have one last one, right? Or no, that was it? I'm good. That was it. I'm completely. I mean, I can pull, so I can dig in the crate. <laughs> Listen, we the forfeiting DJ. That's out. my yeah, DJ. Yeah, I, mean, I can go figure ahead, something dig in out. The crate. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, you always got a little science, son. Okay. <laughs> Oh well. my God, this episode excited me. Yes, this was a good one. So like, fun. Always nice to reminisce. Zazu, 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 Zay. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be th- listening all week to that shit. Ooh. Once they're going to come back out of nowhere, it's going to be announced somewhere oh or something. You know, stuff K-7 like that always happens. reunion. I'm going to see if they have an Instagram. All I know is if Sherry, Cherry Coke come up out of somewhere, you know, I want to be hosting that or something. Child. Okay, so. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> This song is not um, a one-hit wonder, (laughs) but it's just a beautiful song, and we're going to give it up one time for New Orleans. Here we go. (laughs) Why'd you do that? Shoulders, friend. Shoulders, friend. Yeah, so shout out to Sissy Novi from New Orleans who has one of the best bounce version um, covers of Rihanna's Kiss It Better which is a forever song for me so I feel like it was an appropriate song to close it out with but open your legs and hips when you shake them and roll (laughs) your ass to that beat and fuck your pride baby bounce and fuck your pride just take it on back just take it on back every time I hear it I get upset because the song is such a passionate vocal that I felt would beget such a passionate visual but we all know what happened but I love that so that's it I would hope that show would come back. Big Frida's show on Fuse. Yes. Remember? Me too. You know, he was on it. And the other, what was the other artist that would go, eh? Um, Katie Red. Oh, I can't even do it. Lord, please. I'm trying trying my best to hold back. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. The Katie Siren. Hold on. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. You know he got it in the bag. I used to do it all the time, too. Y'all remember. No, I'm not going to do that to our listeners. I've grown. I'm not going to do that to our listeners. I'm going to do the Katie Siren. So go ahead. Those of you that don't know, just look up Katie Red. And that ooh, is ooh, it. Ooh, <laughs> just one ooh, time. It'll be the oh closer. It'll be the closer. Uh, 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 go, go, go. go. <laughs> so in uh, TV news, <laughs> since we're skipping the music and the Katie Red the siren. The oh, wellness. No, Shit, I forgot. Wellness, the only thing I'm going to say is if do this for yourself too. Like write down all the, the artists. Well, oh. aside from that. Write down all the <laughs> <laughs> Reds on all the artists that make you feel nostalgic that you want to give yes. flowers to and you know what if you can find them online whether it's Twitter or Instagram their Facebook just send them a sweet message telling them like what I hope did. you're well yes. thank you for you know such and such music mm-hmm. thank you for what you created just thinking of you wanted to send love do a shout out I just think it's really sweet Something and just else, say thank you just say thank you mm-hmm. like make them feel remembered and like they really contributed to the yes. music scene and are not forgotten in any yes. way because think about all these artists we played today they 
How many of them are at home probably thinking that, like... Don't nobody care about that them. no one cares. We didn't even you know, go like down Lord other Banks. roads. I was going to go down, so... You Man, know, there's I so many t- roads so we could have done. But, you know, we'll do part two and right. part three of these. Speaking of roads, sorry, mm-hmm. last no, one. I'm not going to play it, but y'all can look it up. Look up this song called All Roads by A. Marie. Um, mm-hmm. It was on her, on an album that only released in Europe. Um, and it sampled uh, How Do We Keep the Music Playing by uh, James Ingram and Patty Austin, two of the greatest vocalists of ever in time. Damn. So just look up Amory All Roads and thank me later. Homework. You haven't we ain't did that in a long in time. A Get long your backpacks, time. y'all. <laughs> oh. Homework. Amory All Roads. And I that's it. That's it for the wellness segment. Let's just spread some love online, especially in these times where artists are finding it hard to kind of find their way in this music scene. And bring in the damn wind chimes too when y'all do the wellness segment And bring in the wind chimes. Okay. So bring Dustin. Fran, can you do me one favor, please? Sure. Like one day when you do the wellness segment, surprise me randomly, but just be like. To the Katie Red side. Bring in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I, I Imagine just feel like now bringing the wind chimes <laughs> into your the ass. <laughs> I was going to say that sometimes on the view, I've talked about it before on this show. Well, if we go over and be like, hello, and welcome to the damn view. So one day, can you, she does it randomly. So one day, can you be I like, bring in the damn said, wind chimes? I got you. Bring me one of those. Totally forgotten months from now. Bring in the damn wind. Chime. I said that to Crystal, and she said, "I don't know." Did she say that? I don't believe that. You know? And I did a Twitter poll. Thank you, Crystal. What we go by? Hello and welcome to the damn. She stretched that leg out with that wooden clog with a oh with a gnome on the heel or something crazy. She stretched that damn leg because you know that, that one leg. When she lean in and she stretched that leg over the side of that edge of that stage, you know the shit is going down. She stretched that wood, that river dance mule. She stretched that river dance shoe out and said, "Welcome to the damn." So can I just get that one time when you do the wellness? I promise you. Thank, bring in the damn wind. We all need someone to talk to, a person who can support us through rough patches or even the everyday ups and downs of life. Sometimes because of how your hair is looking. That's where Talkspace comes in. Talkspace is therapy for how we live today. Mobile, affordable, and available when you need it. Simply provide your preferences for therapy, and Talkspace will match with one of their 5,000-plus therapists the very same day. Then you can send your therapist unlimited text, audio, picture, or video messages from anywhere at any time. And one month of therapy on the Talkspace platform costs about the same amount as a single face-to-face session. Not that kind. No matter what you're going through, you're not alone. Join the more than 1 million who feel happier with Talkspace. I am a part of that number. And just like the saints that went marching in, I I am so happy to be in that number. I use Talkspace. Talkspace has more than 5,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing the challenges we all face. To match with your perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, Go to Talkspace.com and use the code ZONE to get $65 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's Z-O-N-E and Talkspace.com. 
<laughs> now, Dustin, yes, please tell us what you've been watching over in TV land. Well, I think that it goes without saying <laughs> that this week, the first thing with, and really only thing that's deserving of our attention. Actually, that's a damn lie because there's two things. Yes. Let me get one out of the way now. David Makes Man on OWN is one of the best. There are people are making some phenomenal television right now. And David Makes Man is a new drama on own. Mm. Um, it chronicles the life of this uh, gifted student, um, adolescent in Florida, living in the projects. Um, it's just him and his mom. He's never met his father, but he has an imaginary figure that he's created that he feels represents his father. And he talks to that figure sometimes oh, throughout shit. the story. What? Felicia Rashad, he, he buses to a magnet school Far across town, there's like two or three buses he has to take. Um, Felicia Rashad is one of the professors at his high school who has taken a personal interest in his success. And I know these themes kind of sound cliche or redundant. You know, we've heard this story before, but what we have not heard and seen before are the fucking performances. When I tell you these actors and these actresses on this show, every... From the kids, he's got a little brother named JG who is nine years old and more gangster than a lot of you niggas. <laughs> we meet him beating a boy up in the neighborhood. Oh, shit. He, they cuss each other out. They have quick, witty rapport, uh, rapport with one another. I'm telling you, like, the performances, though, the dramatic performances that we're getting at, as this little boy literally comes of age, he's got so much responsibility on him because his mom struggles with, well, has struggled before with addiction issues. She's trying to find her way, devoted mother to her kids um, and just willing to do whatever it takes to make her family successful. But there are so many moments, his friend, uh, his best friend on the show, his, I don't want to say what's going on with him, but there's some really complex uh, elements to his home life that are impacting him and even impact their little relationship, seeing these boys. I will say this part. There's one fascinating scene where these two boys have a fight, which is totally, uh, you know, opposite of what their relationship is. They're best friends at a private school. Um, and as they're sitting outside the principal's office and the principals are talking about these, these things, I know I'm speaking really vaguely, but I don't want to steal. It's such a brilliant work of art. I don't want to take away the feelings that I got right, from you guys. It unfolded. But instead of this, the two of them talking, we see their thoughts formed as like these uh, just, just notes that are flying back and forth between the two of them as they look at each other. So their countenance and facial expressions <laughs> are being interpreted as these thoughts that are incredibly specific and detailed. Wow. It's just such a, this show, I'm blown away. And y'all know it takes a lot to impress me when it comes to- What does it come on? It comes on on Tuesday nights um, on OWN. It's called oh. David Makes Man. And it David is, it is so- fucking good and coming off the heels of something as intense and um just uh just 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 multifaceted as euphoria was this is the perfect follow-up mm. because it's the same amount of thought put into the way that the story is told but just in a totally different way and i am completely blown away and satisfied watch david makes man their episode five comes on next week so okay. or this oh, week I'm i should so, say so okay. yeah i have something new to watch i was so watch except felicia rashad so yeah like, and the, but the thing and even even i don't even want to diminish like her for her role or what she brings to this but yeah, no, the, you told me with everything else the coming way in that these look. kids are yeah. acting asante yeah i am telling you you guys you're going to be like 
they're going to win all of the awards. This, I think this may be the vehicle that brings the attention of the awards, the, the, Academy, the National Academy of Television. You know, I believe that this will bring that attention to OWN, which has several shows that should be considered. Queen Sugar, the performances are great. <laughs> but this shit, David Makes Man. So just watch that. Oh, I'm sold. Second of so, all. I'm going to start tomorrow. Sold and sold again. Right. Speaking of being sold, baby, my girls are back. Married to medicine. Married to medicine, right? Um, Someone I should have talked about earlier. It has returned for season seven. Y'all know this is a very important show to reality TV. The ladies of Married to Medicine then gave a lot to reality TV. And they're back. Continue to do so. Um, there's a huge line drawn in the sand. This is gonna be a very divided season for these women. Um, more than ever. You have group A, which is um Mariah. Um, Simone. Simone and Toya. Yeah. And then you have Group B, which is Contessa, Heavenly, Quad, and Jackie. And Jackie sort of runs the middle as a a, a, a neutral yeah. person who is who shows love to everybody, but she is a better with. fit with the other group, which is Quad, Heavenly, and Contessa. Here's why. And um, another thing I want to bring light to is Dr. Heavenly does these YouTube after shows every week. And it's perfect because she literally breaks down the episode and we find out things we didn't know. An example of that is in this episode, there's a huge blow up at the end where it appears that um, Dr. Contessa, who is has so much more depth and so many more layers to her presence on this show and what she brings. Um, but they they decided to show a scene where she says, well, Toya, your husband is the definition of a big ass bitch. But what we find so what? yeah, so we so we see that we see that, but then we find out on Doctor Heavenly's right. You see that coming. We find out on Doctor Heavenly's after show though that that was said in response to Soya saying that about Contessa's husband first, and it makes perfect sense when we find that out because Toya, Mariah, and Simone really don't have anything going on. Yes, Simone is a physician, but that's literally going to work and coming home is all she does. Toya and Mariah ain't doing shit. They ain't done shit the whole time. All seven seasons that the show has been on. Meanwhile, you have group B, Dr. Heavenly, whose husband just opened a brand new surgical center in Georgia, okay? Who has several successful dental practices, written books. She has a a successful um, video podcast with Dr. Jackie called Open and Honest where, and these things are really actually happening. It's not Mm -hmm. just shit that they're doing to look busy on the show. Right. Dr. Contessa, who's about to be dual boarded as a physician. She's going back to school. Um, She was already an MD. She's going back to school to have a concentration on public health. She's about to get another doctorate degree. And then she wants to become the Surgeon General of the United States. Public health, she's identified that as her passion. We see this on the show we see her you know um living and working during the week in nashville and during her doing her studies then coming home to be a mom with her kids not missing special events her and her husband figuring out their family structure we see this Mm -hmm. you have quad who has who divorced her no good ass husband now has a successful talk show a successful cookbook glowed up and so many other things to come you have um dr jackie who has several successful uh, medical practices in the city. Um, like I said, opening on its radio, uh, fit is the new it initiative, her new, uh, her table book that she comes, that she came out with, um, her new, um, fitness inspired, uh, book that she's coming out with. They're all doing things and actively, um, just trying to better their lives. And even the conversations they have on the show, you kind of see that. Whereas the other group gets together and talks about them. 
So you add these people together and it's just a toxic combination. I am totally on the side of the working women in this group who have some sort of driving ambition and don't sit up and just be negative and sour. Um, so I'm also looking forward to talking about them. Uh, I feel like it's an open door for me to make fun of the way they look, the way they act, all that stuff, because they just don't have no sort of integrity on the show. So Married to Medicine is back. I could go into so many more details, but just watch it and we'll talk more as the season progresses. Um, I don't really want, I don't even feel like I have to um, defend my favorites or really um, shine a light on the shortcomings of the other people on the show because they're going to do it they damn self. So as the show progresses, we will be talking about this every week. Yay. Love Married to Medicine and that's it. Um, and no, yeah. There was another show you want to talk about. You said there was two, right? That was it. It was David Makes Man. Oh yeah, and, that was two. And Married to damn. Medicine. Yeah. Okay. Y'all next have week, to watch that. Next week, are you going to be talking about the reunion? I mean, yeah, but I feel like he's referring to the Real, House, the Real Housewives of Potomac for those who um, watch that as well. But I kind of feel like we know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be yeah, more yeah. good arguments and bad looks. Yeah. Um, they were all white and they literally all look like they are going to a saloon. I, I've never seen anything <laughs> like it. Like but cakes this is and, what, but and lace. These are reasons and, why I gotta ask. Though. Yeah, doy. Everybody looked like a damn doily. I just never. I, I I'm like, what the hell is this? And they really are the worst dressed housewives on Bravo. Yeah, and that's hard when you're yeah. amongst um, suburban white women. Yeah, it's hard to dress worse than a suburban white you woman. Would think- just because they got coins. It's hard. Where but are they, they from? Potomac. So the DMV area. Yeah. Got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. They dress like, you know how the word Potomac is just ugly with all them continents <laughs> and, you know, it's just, you know, it's just an ugly word. They dress like the way the word looks. It's awful. Is that the one? F- oh, no, no, no. That's another one. I was like, is that the one Fancy's going to be a part of? No, she's going to be on. Fancy? Garcelle Beauvais is the first black. You haven't heard? No. Gar- it was announced that Garcelle Beauvais is, and another white woman named Sutton somebody, but they're being added to the Real Housewives of Beverly, Beverly Hills next <gasps> season. She's the oh. first African American housewife on Beverly Hills. Garcelle Beauvais. Are they gonna be nice to her? It's, fuck, uh, they better. Fuck that. She can handle them hoes. I'm that, so cute. They better. They don't want none. They don't. Nobody wants they don't. Fancy. I don't even know who the cast is. I already can tell she can handle her business, especially with I'm happy. Thank mm-hmm. you for that news. Mm-hmm. I see, I'm so good. This is why we need you. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. I'm sorry. I broke the news. You did. You did. You did, did, friend. You did. You right. Look look who was up on the changes in the casting of the Real Housewives. I was gonna say you. You don't even watch, but you definitely broke the news. Not even knowing. I think it was Carrie. Shout out to (laughs) Carrie. He was very excited. Yes, that is. That's that's really exciting. That's exciting news. Okay, last thing. Mm -hmm. Just because I know you're about to go to the other segment. Mm Have you watched or heard of Beyond the Pole? I've heard of it, but I haven't watched it. What's that? It takes a lot for me to decide to, like, get to know characters and stuff. And I'm sorry, but just a show called Beyond the Pole, and when I saw the the cast photo and shit, I was just like... Where's that at? I think they're in Atlanta. No, which uh, network? Either own or... It's definitely not on. Or WeTV. It's on WeTV. It's on WeTV. Beyond the Pole. So yeah. I'm assuming it's strippers Strip- talking about Mm-mm. life outside of it? Pole vaulting. No. <laughs> 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 a 
It's about getting comfortable <laughs> in your singlet. Getting com- getting comfortable in them tights and shit. That's what it's about. Well, why'd you not even want to go, mm-mm. <laughs> 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 he, hit it so, he hit it so quick and efficient. Just like, mm. yeah. You know how it just came in yeah. so damn fast. What the hell? Super random side note. When I was in Miami at certain strip clubs and certain ones, they didn't wa- clean their pole at all. And I was like, why isn't anyone cleaning the pole? What'd you see on it? Smudges and yes, smears? Yes, all the smudges. <laughs> Smudges and smears and secretions. Oh my! <laughs> and, and, and you and I would see you would see certain girls when they would try to do certain tricks and they would stop. And I'm like, you didn't wipe the pole right, right? Because oh, no. oh, that friction would be hitting them at this certain oh, angle. Shoot. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yes, they gave a bitch two options. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it for TV? Stripping a little. <laughs> 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 Oh my god, I gotta work on my KDA siren. No, I don't. <laughs> oh god. Anywho. So here we go, y'all. Beyond the pole. <laughs> the new gay story I've been writing on the show. <laughs> oh my god. A double entendre. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's time. It's time for episode four. Eve Eve. Okay. Okay. I just got chest pain. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Okay, it's getting close to Halloween, y'all. Okay. <laughs> Episode four. <clears throat> get it together. Real I can't, spooky, y'all. I can't get in the okay. middle. Y'all being real spooky. I can't even get I can't even find my way back to the to the middle. <clears throat> I know you ain't think I was gonna let another week go by before y'all got to know me, right? I'm Corey. The best friend. Like how Megan is the stallion. (laughs) Ain't nobody else that matters. (laughs) I pride myself on being the type of person who leaves awake when I exit a room. And I do that by being good at every damn thing I do. I'm a perfectionist. And nothing but the best is good enough. I apply that pressure to myself first, but only so that I can talk shit with confidence, which is the only way to do it. Speaking of doing it, I know old boy told a little bit of my business last week, so I figured I might as well speak for myself before any of y'all get the wrong idea about me. Sometimes, the more you let people talk, the further a false story will travel, and it ain't going down like that on my watch. Franco met me. I didn't meet him. He's not even my type, and to this day, I hate that I even entertained him. He walked into my office at the hospital with his mom, And I had to do a pre-screening interview, blah, blah, blah. I got a good job. Anyway, that part isn't important or legal for me to share. But I hadn't even looked him in the eye, really, until about 25 minutes after he'd been in my office. I was directing all the questions to the patient, as I should have been. His mama, who was still youthful and completely self-sufficient. Shorty was like 55 at the time, so Franco was really just kind of there for support. Anyway, I kept feeling this nigga staring at me while I was talking to his mom. That's normal, because they were listening to me. But when I finally did look at him to ask a patient advocate-related question, the way he was looking at me changed everything. So four years, one boyfriend, and two girlfriends, the next, next story. Later, Franco was the love of my life, and I definitely was the same for him. No matter who came or went, I knew all his secrets. And he knew almost all of mine. There was only one other person who knew a secret about me that no one else knew. And it was Ramon. 
and that secret belonged to only us. We'll see y'all next week for episode five, where we get to the real root of the the shit. <laughs> Just Thanks for know. tuning in. As always, we love you so much. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye.